Two and what's going on? Hey, hello. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, what's going on, dude? Just what's going on? I love your little slide into that. Yeah. <laughs> Three, yeah, dude. Two, one. What's going no, on? No, no. See, the professional thing is you could do. You three, should include that three, two, two and then you and then you stop on one because you're quiet because you're about to go live and then and then, and you then go. You give me you give me a little <laughs> wink and a, and, a, yeah. and, a, and a finger point. Yeah, and we're live. <laughs> yeah, it's legit. It's legit in here. All right. <laughs> well, um, great to see you once again recording live from our undisclosed location. Yeah, we're here. off. We're off the grid. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, after two fucking, you know, exposures in my home, we're finally, <laughs> we're finally... We had that online one. Yeah, two. Two online ones. Because they happened back to back. It happened last week and then the week before. One was one family member, then it was another family oh, yeah. member. Yeah, So anyway, yeah, Great. Omicron is real. Did we're you, all gonna die. Did you order, did you guys, you probably need to hear, did you order your four free COVID tests from the government? How no. generous of them. No. <laughs> no, uh, my, uh, my stepdad four works for, for a good company and the company provides them with like an at-home test, so. Oh yeah, my mom's a teacher too and the school gives her, uh test also but she ordered them remember when they're giving out stimmies yeah that was nice (laughs) that's nice never never expected again because fucking people even now are fucking stigmatizing people who took the oh you guys spent the stimulus (laughs) what do they do with it i don't know put it invest it (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) they put it in the nfts yeah yeah they bought some bored apes which I just, I just, the bored ape thing is just so fucking stupid. It's just, it's it. so dumb. I told you what we got to do is we got to make an NFT for our podcast yeah. just for shits and gigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I, I, they just, they're not good drawings. Like, that's the thing. That That's the thing that's just like, it really like bothers me is that it's just, it's not good drawings. Bro, like it, we're talking about last time, I'm jealous of whoever made those. They must, the artists themselves must be making a killing. Or if yeah. it's like a group of artists, yeah. those things are selling for like millions. But the most annoying person in this whole scenario is uh, people who are into NFTs, not the NFTs themselves. The NFTs themselves are not, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But the people who are into it, they're literally the worst. Yeah, well, All right, Zach. Who would you ra- who would you who would you rather hang out with? Would you rather hang out with um, someone who's like really into crypto and NFTs, or uh, someone who is at the January sixth inter- insurrection? Um, probably de- most definitely the crypto NFT bro. <laughs> yeah. Because at least like they seem. They could have a variety of interests. The yeah, January they, six rioters, I feel like, would be fairly one note in their interest. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, but the but, crypto but, NFT guys, I bet annoying. you a lot of them are anime fans, and um, <laughs> no. they probably like video games. So, yeah. you know, there could be a variety of topics, and then maybe they'd offer good investing advice. Yeah, I still got my cryptos. I still hold Doge that I bought for three cents this time last year. I still have my Doge. I have oh about seventeen hundred Doge. They're worth like only about sixteen, seventeen cents now. I should have sold because last year around May in twenty twenty one, it peaked at nearly seventy five cents. I should have sold then. I had over a thousand dollars profit, but I kept holding because I'm like, it's gonna go, it's gonna go to yeah, ten dollars. I'm gonna be rich. Yeah, Never have to pay for anything ever again. 
Yeah, but no. I still got them because crypto is fucking stupid. <laughs> I have actually, you know, what's even funnier is I have okay, I have seventeen hundred Doge, I have seven hundred thousand Shiba Inu coins. That's so dumb. <laughs> it's uh, only worth about thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I I think I think I'd rather I'd rather hang with the January six insurrectionists. No, because it'd at least be funnier. I mean, well. The smells They're would be They're only going to want to talk about one thing. Yeah, you're right. But the They're fucking crypt- so crypto bros are so annoying. They all love Elon Musk. Not all they, of them. Uh, a lot of them do. A lot of crypto bros love Elon Musk. I guess. I mean, I own crypto. Am I a crypto bro? No. I don't own an NFT, but I'm planning on it. Oh, my gosh. My own personal NFT. I'm making NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, so, uh, I don't know. Lately... I've been uh, I've been watching some uh, old old school reality TV. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. It just it, like I love reality TV, but like you know, like You're I was watching, watching Jerry Springer. No, nah, that, Jerry not Jerry Springer's a that, legend. That one never really. It never like it's just that one just seemed like the most phony. Yeah, like that one just like it just like when you think about like Jerry Springer and shit like that, I just feel like it's. Uh, I don't know. It's just it feels too coach to yeah. me, and like I agree. I mean, like I think Jerry Springer a little bit before our time. I mean, it was a show on in the nineties. Yeah, we were born in the nineties. Yeah, but it's um, the it's the you know it's the proto reality TV. But the reality TV killed that type of show. Yeah. Like it's still on today. Like Maury. Oh yeah, is Maury. Still on. That's like daytime television. Yeah. yeah, daytime TV is so fucking Murphy Mac. That's one, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then there's all the there's all the judges and they the, the judges, judges all you know Judge Joe Brown. There's oh, Judge Judy. My mom loves Judge Judy. She's I fucking Judge I fucking Judy can't stand years. Judge Judy. Bro, Judge you Judy's know, badass. You know why you hate on Judge Judy, dude? You just you know that she's just like an annoying lib. An annoying lib? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can gleam that from her show. <laughs> No, Look, I whatever. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd say. I don't know. I don't know. There's something about her that's. She's, I always, no, she's cutthroat, dude. People get on there and fucking start lying, and she calls them out immediately. I admire that. I respect nah, that. I, 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 she I, doesn't take any bullshit. She doesn't take any shit. She calls people out on their bullshit. She doesn't let anybody talk down, do, t- talk down to her or anybody else in the courtroom. She's badass. She stands her ground. She's an American hero, Judge so, Judy. Um, so one show that I never really got into, maybe because I was probably too young, like at the time, like the reality shows, like I was into, like when I was a kid was like, you remember like all the dating shows that were on VH1? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was like flavor of love. Oh yeah, MTV too. There's MTV a t- had next. I saw a video. Ne- sorry, uh, next is so fucking uh, hilarious. I don't mean to interrupt you. I saw a video of someone talking about it on YouTube. Like this is such a strange show in retrospect. Like the idea is you you date somebody and then they have a timer and you can next to them. You have a moment. replacement. Just like <laughs> I love when and at the end they get to decide. I love it when they get like literally right off the bus and then they yeah, say the next, next right next. away. And oh my god! Like, Imagine if you were that guy. You oh, get yeah. off like yes, I'm on this dating show. You get off the well, bus and right away she's like next there's a and there's, there's like a youtube channel that's doing that type of shit uh th- have you ever seen the youtube channel jubilee no they do uh they did this one Wait, maybe i think so yeah yeah, yeah they're like I they're think... pretty decently popular on youtube yeah they're kind of like cut right yeah yeah. yeah 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 and there was one where it's like judging uh, a woman picks a man based on his body 
<laughs> and they have like this like this like you know like curtain uh-huh. and then they, it starts at the feet and then they have to eliminate someone it's, she breaks them off their feet uh, yeah I'll, I'll show you <laughs> it later shows their, these yes, meds yes, and yes, toes. yeah, yeah <laughs> and dude. she's like mm, I don't know you have a little bit of yellowing in yeah. your toes sign of a foot fungus maybe so next <laughs> so I you know that was the ones I was into as I've I've always been an enjoyer of reality TV yeah you, like, you do like a lot of trash TV I do but I like a lot of good I like a lot of like good shit like it's fun to watch like it's fun to drink and watch I don't watch this okay, stuff what, alone okay. we myself. both we both don't have like a favorable view of the police uh-huh. but when we were living together remember like that stretch of time like every night we watched Live PD oh yeah Live PD is actually Live PD was awesome dude Live, I mean it, it it's like modern cops yeah but it was just because like it, like the going back and forth from yeah. different departments I don't know it was just like a very relaxing show to have on to, I'm not yeah, relaxing yeah. fun funny story um you know that they filmed partially some of that just south of where we were living at the time yeah. they filmed some of it in Salinas yeah, south yeah, of Santa yeah. Cruz and a guy I was working with at the city told me that him and his friends were out one night and they were pulled over by live PD like uh but they didn't That's end up hilarious. they didn't end up getting air because they weren't doing anything wrong but they got pulled over um they're out driving yeah, around yeah no they need something sexy they're yeah, not gonna yeah. just fucking have some have some you know random pullover yeah there is a guy with a camera there and they're like yeah it's like PD well and you know the the one I, I've kind of fallen off with it but the one I loved a lot was the love after lockup oh yeah but my mom likes that one no wait what is I think she likes uh 90 day yeah, fiance 90 day, that's a, that's yeah. another po- but here's the thing is that with love after lockup like it it feels so dirty because you f- I feel like you're exploiting these people who are like failures of the US system hey, well, I've watched like, that one with you and a lot of times it seems like the locked up person the the convict the inmate is usually taking the person on the outside for a ride like they're there a lot of times it seems like the person on the outside is getting like exploited mm-hmm. or like you know they're sending them money and yeah. then the person gets out and they're like yeah hey good to see yeah. you bang and them the, once and then take off yeah <laughs> well no the 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 funniest part of it is when it's a male it's a ma- a guy and he's courting a girl who's in jail, and they, because oh, what that happened, one always ends bad because for the guy on the outside. Yeah, because what sometimes ha- the guy on the inside and the woman on the outside can work out, but if it's a woman on the inside and a guy on the outside, no. never. Because what <laughs> ends up happening is Get like used, you know, like uh, like even though that you may have had like some kind of like relationship through you know calling, sending them money through you yeah. know for their for their and you know. But what's funny is that when the girls come out, the guys like expecting like as soon as they come out, they just want to bang and they mm. just want to, you know. <laughs> and the, and then she's like, "Dude, I just got out of like a five year prison sentence, and you want to bang right now?" Like, it's well, he's just, been waiting for it. Yeah, and it's weird because it like it kind of like shows us like, yeah, well, you know. I feel like it's owed at, to me at this point, <laughs> and it's just like really creepy. And I so, like, you money so to your commissary. So I kind of, I kind of fell off that one because, like, you know, it just felt. But oh, dude, okay, here was a a great one. I know I've shown you a couple of clips of it. One of my favorites was this one called Moment of Truth. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite reality TV shows of all time. What it was was, uh, it was a show with this guy Mark L. Wahlberg. Oh yeah, Mark L. Wahlberg hosts a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a demon. He's like he's a demon. <laughs> What's wrong with Mark L. Wahlberg? Because okay, he's a good host. so, so w- when someone has to host like these reality shows, uh-huh. like 
part of the host position is to try to stir up drama, right? Like that's like the yeah. one of the big. I mean, the producers th- these shows exist purely for the drama. The entertainment oh, yeah, yeah. of these shows, of course, lies of in course, the drama. of course. But what I'm saying is like, especially with um, Moment of Truth, I, maybe I'll have to show you an episode after mm-hmm. this, but. Like, the show was basically, we hooked you up to a lie detector test. You had to answer 25 questions, oh, truly. you have shown me that one. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, that and, one's brutal. And, yeah. And, like, literally, like, it's basically the real-life Squid Games. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a game show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like in game show format. <laughs> it's the real... But, no, but straight up the real-life Squid Games because people, like, go there and, like, they, like... Have you ever fantasized about having sex with someone other than your husband? And then, like, you have to, like, do I remember there and she'll was. She'll be like, hey, yes. And then it's like, that's true. Yeah. That <laughs> answer I is. Love, I love, I think it was one of the ones we watch. It's like escalating. It starts and it's like, have you ever, like, lied uh, on a, you know, doing oh, your taxes? It's, and it's she's so, like, yep. And they're like, true. And she's like, oh, I'm such a scamp. And then the next one is he's like, now, have you ever fantasized about anybody else other than your husband and it's like <laughs> you yeah. know and the husband's sitting right there and he's like hmm, uh. yeah and then she's like oh yes and then wasn't there one did we watch it together where it ends and ends and she's and they're like have you ever been unfaithful like well married have yeah. you ever had sex and then with she somebody says else? yes yeah. and then she loses on the next question because the next question was are you a good person do you think you are a good person and she's like Yes, and it's, it's, it's a lie. Yeah, dude, it's it, dude. It's so funny. That's that's Har- that show only needs just that one episode to be good. I don't right. need to see any other episode of that show. Just no, that dude, one. That, that one, that one's one. that one's legendary. And for the sure. guy's just sitting there like crying, and her parents are there too, and they're like trying to console yeah, him. Yeah, and like, he he was okay, he was buddy. an officer, and you know you look officer down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know it was it was great. It was it was great. Anyway. But the one I've been watching recently, Survivor. Yeah. Okay. It's Classic. Not, so on Twitch, there's like this kind of meta with a lot of the streamers mm-hmm. where they will watch like older reality shows yeah. that are on YouTube, right? And then they'll kind of just like react to them because this is like it's good, easy content to react to react to. So mm-hmm. one I've been throwing on while I've been gaming is the streamer I like. He's been watching Survivor. And Survivor is a wild ass show. Like, like it's a show that only could have existed in the early two thousands. And I used to think like, oh yeah, man, Fear Factor was crazy, crazy reality TV, right? I like but, Fear Factor, hosted by our favorite Joe Dr. Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, Dr. MD. Joe Rogan, MD. Yeah, uh, go on. No, but this show, I'm telling you, blows it out of the water. I mean, it's just like, literally, it's all about like people making alliances, betraying each other. They, uh, you know, they compete in these like, okay, so they have like these like crazy physical challenges that are also like puzzles, right? So it's like, you have to maneuver through this course, grab the first bag, and and, you know, it's usually like, you know, themed to like whatever the area is, like the one I was watching was Pyre. And so it's like, oh, you have to climb the mass and then, you know, whatever. There was one in the last episode I was watching where uh, they had to get into like a mud pit and try to carry as much mud on their body as possible to deposit at a bucket where they have to go over like a little like gate. And then, and then, and then they had to drop it in this bucket on the other side. Is this? Fine. Yeah, it's literally the stupidest shit. But like, literally, you know, 
I've looked at like some of like the horrors of uh, of Survivor, and it's it's crazy because like they legitimately had these people out in like area where there's like fucking bugs. Like yeah, they're on an island. Yeah. They're basically it's like the idea is like they've been marooned, right? This yeah. was a really popular show when it was. I remember like I was a kid when this was on. Yeah, was on it wasn't. Television. It wasn't. I remember this like yeah. being like the pinnacle of TV at the time, just to show you how far we've come. And you know what yeah. this show ran congruently with? Uh, also, maybe a little bit after its fame, but uh, the TV show Lost, not a not a reality show or anything, or a contestant show, but do you remember Lost? Yeah, Lost yeah, yeah. kind of came after the yes, peak yes. of Survivor's popularity, but now part of me's wondering if Lost, like, played... Part of the reason it was so successful at the time was that it was, like, running off the momentum of the popularity of Survivor. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that no. Marooned on an island. Yeah. And you gotta survive. Yeah. And like, <laughs> how they, will you handle it? And I was just, you know, I was telling you before this, like, um, <laughs> where they did this one season I'm watching, they straight up, they divided people into four different tribes based on their race which is oh, crazy cool. they had a legitimate they had a race, race war. war in survivor which is uh, it's crazy everybody loves a good race war yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's just so wild and it's just so, like let me get that straight so there's like a team and it's all white people then yeah. there's a team and it's all black yes. people and then a team and it's like all asian people and yeah. so on. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Whose idea was that? Uh, dude. <laughs> drama. See, they just these shows just exist just to like play off drama and like fuel drama and you know, and then the viewer at home, the audience gets to watch it and be and get like I think the idea is you get to like disconnect from your own personal drama and then like tune in to to other people's drama live on no, not live but broadcasted on on tv and then you get to sit back and maybe it, it, it's a form of escapism people get to be like oh my drama's not nearly as bad as those as what those people are going right. through getting cheated on you know getting fucking assaulted having their hopes and dreams crushed yeah. as they compete for fifty thousand dollars yeah so much. but the funniest part is that they have to basically they have to do all this betraying and all this stuff and at the end it's between two people and they have to win the votes of all the cast members that they have all of the different people that, that they exited yeah that they <laughs> voted off the island it's, it's dude it's so it's just literally it's I just did, a, oh my god I'm, now I'm kind of remembering this a little bit more didn't they have this like big dramatic thing for the voting where they'd all go in with torches yeah <laughs> like it's tiki like, torches yeah. and then if you got voted off your tiki torch got put out it got smothered and then you had to walk back in the dark <laughs> through yeah. the jungle <laughs> oh yeah okay so there so was dramatic. there was one one moment i was sorry i was just looking trying to find this article sure. i read where it was like all these like crazy shit that happened um one person straight up almost drowned in the middle and they didn't have there was no one going after but other contestants really <laughs> yeah because they straight they up for sure must have had like a standby crew like a medical crew for sure and, like, 100 percent. but they didn't act they didn't do anything contested the they other just stood there yeah the other contestants <laughs> did there was one challenge where they had to stand what's so the point of having them then they stand on a platform. Seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. They stand on a platform that they remove pieces of, and then it gets to about the size of a postcard 
right? And they're standing on it like one foot. Yeah, and dude, they they were standing on this for like two and a half hours. The person who won, really? Yeah, and there was another one where they were doing it for like eighteen hours, and they one person got permanent nerve damage on their foot. What? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm telling you, it's crazy. Like, um, they stood on a tiny little piece of wood in the water i'm assuming no no no. it's on like a on like a, a stilt it's okay. like it's like elevated above the water though. yes yeah and, and then you stand there and it's like an endurance test yeah you have to stand and wait until the other person falls off right how right. much money are they doing this for um i think th- so the winner gets a million okay I do or I, million. the winner gets half a mil i think and then the second in place gets like a hundred thousand, and mm-hmm. the other contestants get like a little payout. A little, pay- but think about this: they have to go on this island for like thirty six days, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people just like straight up had to like quit their jobs and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and then, I mean, if you hated your job and hated your life, why not? You just want to get yeah. away, free island vacation. That's how I look at it. Yeah, the- I, I mean, like I think a lot of the people that are like recruited for this show or casted okay, on so it, it or was, are like failed actors or wannabe actors or like struggling models, struggling <laughs> actors that want like exposure. Wait, listen, listen to this. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, okay, was season 13 which is the one I just watched was set up to be white people versus African Americans versus Asian Americans versus Hispanic Americans multiple sponsors pulled out of the show when the race war was announced (laughs) though some maintained the decision was not based on this twist in the end the tribes are only divided by race for two episodes and then what? Then? And then they and then they go into two tribes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they probably were like kind of like getting some shit for yeah, it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Even. I mean, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm just reading some. Take someone got in trouble for taking endangered species as souvenirs. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. Where were they filming this? They film it like on like in a lot of these like um like tropical type places, like yeah, tropical like beaches what, in the, the middle of no- South America, Central Pacific yeah. Ocean. You know, somewhere? Australia. They did it, and you know, just like these different like little island areas. And dude. some crazy guy was like, "Fuck the fuck the Survivor for fucking." I was about to call it Survivor. He's like, fuck the show Survivor. I'm just going to steal a bunch of exotic birds and smuggle them back to the U.S. Yeah, yeah, straight up. And so the the last one, so what happened... He's got him taped up in his coat getting on the plane. <laughs> so what happened, these two girls who had kind of been carried throughout the whole show, uh, it came down to a head-to-head, one person leave, make a fire, right? Uh-huh. And they were straight up making a fire for an hour and 30 minutes in front of like everyone else on the show and they're just sitting there just like some of them like legitimately like passed out (laughs) and it's just like it's just like it's and then at a certain point they give them matches but then Mm. they can't even light it with matches because i think it was wet wood they're using wet wood yeah (laughs) it's so dumb (laughs) it's the dumbest show of all time but i just wanted to share that because it's just it's so it's just like it's so of its time and it's like a it's it's very it makes me nostalgic for the 2000s Mm. wow you know know, uh speaking of um uh, TV shows and um, island-themed TV shows in particular. I just wanted to share this with you. 
Um, you know Jeff Goldblum's show, uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, I think yeah, is yeah. what it's called. Um, recently, he visited um, a place here in Morgan Hill, which is where our undisclosed studio is located in the town of Morgan Hill. He visited this... I never heard about this. Tell me if you have. There's like a pirate... They call it Pirate uh, Morgan Cove. And it's some guy's backyard where over the past two decades, the dude kind of just let his yard... You know, people in this area have a lot of property, a lot of land. And I guess he let his like air, his huge yard just like get overgrown. And then he slowly decorated it with like pirate stuff, pirate themed memorabilia. And it's like this like cool, like little uh, curiosity out here in Morgan Hill. I definitely think we should go check it out one day. And... um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty dope. I Jeff mean, Goldblum went there though, and he went to go see the we've pirate. All, we always talked about this, like you know, I love pirate shit. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just, I, I like you know, like when when we first discovered pirate metal. I mean, that was that was a ga- that was a <laughs> game storm. Ailstorm in particular. Um, you know, I, uh, I just, you know, I just, lo- I just love pirate pirate themed stuff I, I don't know why I mean I, I agree I like you know well first off the ocean's dope right right and pirates are always out on the ocean right I'm um second off I think like there's just like this sense of like camaraderie I think that pirates have that's pretty cool you know they're on the ships and they're all buddies you know I'm oh, assuming also in, also in the fantasy in, in the real fantasy quick. of pirates sea shanties also. sea shanties who I mean, can forget sea shanties yeah and just like at the you know the adventure the exploration the the looting you know it just seems like i mean it you know um what is it in 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 the mythos of the pirate the you know cultural icon of the pirate it just seems like like a fun time of exploring the high seas and having a have getting drunk singing sea shanties and it just seems awesome but you know the reality of being a pirate was probably kind of miserable (laughs) it was terrible you you got scurvy (laughs) and and i mean like pirates nowadays are like massively desperate people off the eastern coast of africa and in the indian ocean like trying to raid you know carrier ships you know (laughs) yeah yeah no totally um but Survivor, is there a hint of pirateness to to Survivor? I mean, I mean, you know, it, it there's at least, like an island yeah. feel or ocean feel to it. I which, mean, there's definitely some pirate elements in it for sure, definitely. And the really at the end of the day, I think we're just a couple of island boys. Yeah, dude, we're, we're island boys. We're, me, me, and me, and we're pirates too. <laughs> we're, uh, we are weebs for pirates. We're pirate, pirate weebs. weebs. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, so I uh, I saw before you came in here because I have I have Twitter notifications for you. Great, because I I, I love seeing your takes. Oh, yeah, yeah, everyone here. I just I just I just threw you a like right there. Oh yeah, thank you. Um, so there, this is like kind of pop culture shit, but whatever. We're not above it. Anyway, yeah. so... We're just talking about Survivor. Yeah, we're just talking about... Yeah, why are we acting like we're all high... I mean, cause sometimes we talk about politics, but let's get to the root we're of... We're doing a cultural... Cultural, cultural review. Yeah. A cultural critique, yeah. right? 
um, see, leftist. This is the culture, one way or the see, other. You can have fun as a leftist, all right? You can still enjoy shit. <laughs> <laughs> who said? Who said otherwise? It's just the unspoken rule, I guess. That's what I've the seen. The unspoken rule. I've just seen According online. Who? I've just seen online. They, they like there's a meme that like leftism is when no fun. Because internet discourse is retarded, bro. Yeah. But. Yeah. True. Anyway, so back to MGK. So the, him and Megan Fox are together. Who cares? Whatever. But they're just like very annoying with their relationship. Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. And, and like, they're just, like, they're acting like, like, they're, first off, I just think, like, the idea of, first of all, of having a photo shoot with someone who you just, I mean, I get it, they're famous, but, like, just the idea of that is very weird to me. It's just, like, a photo shoot? Like, you're in a relationship, and then, you know, you're having a photo shoot to promote your relationship. I mean, people take couple pictures all the time right? yeah That's but like, like but the unfounded. picture you showed me here where the engagement ring like they took like a oh, picture yeah. where he's like so sucking I, on her yeah. neck i think okay what brought this up was i was looking at twitter and i see a tweet um it's from some news source or whatever some pop culture news source and it says here machine machine gun kelly tells vogue that megan fox's engagement ring was designed to hurt if she takes it off and it says quote the bands are actually thorns so if she tries to take it off it hurts love is pain <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> and i'm just and what i i quote tweeted it because it, what what frustrates me what i hate about mgk i used to like mgk let me say that for the record his wild boy uh album that came out in 2013 i thought was very fun and very uh, i liked it i liked wild boy i like wild boy lace up lace up is the uh name of the album it includes the song wild boy i like wild boy era machine gun kelly he was in his early 20s then he was not angsty. Let me say that. He was not angsty. He was not edgy. He was just kind of like, seemed like a, a white, he was East East, Cle- East Cleveland wild boy. And he seemed like, uh, like he's a, kind of a douche, but he owned it. He like yeah. knew he was, he was a self-aware douche I mean, and he owned it. I mean, like, look, let's, let's be honest. Like and, and, MGK is a guy who, you know, by all means, should have ended up as a guy who worked at a gas station in Ohio, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But, like, look, okay, he has the qualities that can make somebody successful in American cult, in American entertainment. He's he's attractive. He's a tall, white, good-looking guy. He's musically inclined. And, you know, he's he's got all the tattoos. So, I mean, like, prior to, to his, his, his bit now, his shtick now... He was, what I'm saying is he was like this douchey guy that kind of owned it. That was like the wild boy. He likes to party. He likes hip hop. And, and you get, you know, the, he, but he, he, you know, what that album Lace Up didn't really gain him a lot of like mainstream appeal. And then after that, the next time he, he fell off for a bit. And the next time he'd come up is when he's beefing with Eminem. You remember he had the rap devil, which I actually thought was pretty good too. You know, taking shots at Eminem, you know, most rappers wouldn't do that. I thought, but he's a douche and that's his, that's who he is. At his heart, he's a douche. So my problem with him now, the MGK now, he's in his early thirties, not too much older than me, five, five years older than me. And now he seems to be, he's kind of dropped the douchey white hip-hop artist, wild boy that likes to party act, and replaced it 
with an edgy, angsty act that in his yeah. early 30s. Okay, people, yeah, yeah. You, most he's people experience their he's, angst. And phase. also, like, he's like being credited. I've seen, like, oh my God, all the articles after he came out with his last album. So it was called Tickets to My Downfall, I think. Um, you know, people are like, oh, it's a revival of a genre, you know, from before. And it's like, oh my God. I, the most cringe one, I remember me and you, we always joked about it. It's like, MGK's album inspired young kids to pick up the guitar and it's like no (laughs) it's just like uh, I think he just saw an opening or his whatever his himself or his publicity team who knows but they saw an opening there was like you know fashion and, and trends are cyclical angsty emo shit starts becoming mainstream yet again I never left but anyways um so he sees an opening. It's marketable, especially after like acts like Lil Peep, Rest in Peace, Lil Peep, or Juice World, um, and people like that. And you know, so this edgy, angsty, you know, forlorn, you know, you know, lover, you know, hopeless romantic act is now popular again, right? And Machine Gun Kelly was never that. He was never this angsty, forlorn, you know, lovesick, you know, lost boy. But he saw an opening and saw that that was commercially viable now. Right. Got on the wave fairly, fairly, like, to his credit, it's worked out for him. Like, he's more popular than he's ever been in his life. Dating Megan Fox only gained him more popularity. And guess what? It revived Megan Fox's career. Because when was the last time you heard about Megan Fox? I think Transformers, I guess. Yeah, it's just so phony. But it is super phony. It's just, like, commercial commercial entertainment. It's just, like, so contrived and artificial that, like, you know... I like him when he felt more genuine as this douchey guy, even though I don't think I would like him as a person if I right. met him in that phase, but I liked it because it, it just was at least somewhat genuine and kind of fun because of that, but now it just, you it, it reeks of just, like, artificial, you know, contrived act in order to, you know, sell one's music, and, like, you know, and, and the music itself is very different. Like, if you listen to Lace Up and then listen to Tickets to My Down, I mean, Tickets to My Lace Up, yeah. cool. Lace Up, MGK, Eastside Cleveland Wild Boy, Tickets to My Downfall. Yeah. Where the what the fuck happened? You got older. You didn't get. He went into an yeah. angst phase. Yeah, as it, he it, aged, oh, we're supposed to believe that. Like, I guess if you're a 17 year old girl, I guess you could believe that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we've yeah. all you know. We're yeah. halfway through our twenties. We can, we know that like that doesn't happen. You kind of mature. Yeah, out of it's angst. like a you're you're manufacturing <laughs> it. It's like, you know, yeah. It, I, I don't know. It's, it's very just, manufactured. Yeah, and, and, and it's so, just it's just very transparent of like what it is. But it's just like whenever I see like any anything with those two, I just always go like, oh, it's gonna yeah. be some dumb cringe well, shit. I saw somebody say everything I know about these two's relationship. I've learned against my will. <laughs> yeah, true. I thought that was very well That's said. I feel hilarious. like a lot of celebrity relationships are like that, but this one more more so because I think it's like everybody look at cringes. us, look at us. You know, like we're talking about that interview that was between them, where they're like, "Tell us about the first time." you guys met you know and they're trying to be all fucking you know mysterious and and fucking you know cool and so she's like i said you smell like weed and he's like bitch i am weed and then she's like and then he disappeared into the night and i'm like what the fuck 
fuck? Yeah. Think, what the fuck do you think you are? Like, Dude, he, th- he thinks it's so cringe. They must have thought well, that was so cool. Okay, so like, look, think about when so, they said that. So, like, so I mean, badass. you know this. You know this. One of my favorite people of all time was Prince. Yeah, I have a like a a, a, a reverence for Prince because I, mm-hmm. I just think he's just like one of the. I cool, love Prince too. He's just one of the coolest the coolest dudes to ever live. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, and you know, like he had like this image where he was like kind of an enigma. He was kind of like a like a mysterious kind of dude. He had some good takes. I mean, one of the things I find most interesting about him is like the whole changing his name to the artist formerly known as Prince because uh, he felt like record labels, um, you know, take advantage of artists. What they totally do. The record industry is such a scummy business. And, uh, he like, you know, he was like writing slave on his face. It was, it was, he's a very interesting guy. He's a very interesting guy. And, you know, but he had that and it was like genuine, you know what I mean? Like a David Bowie, he had that and that was genuine, but you see like MGK trying so hard to have like this mystique. MF Doom had it Mm -hmm. in spades and but MGK is like trying so like here's the thing and this is just like the ultimate rule of life when you're trying too hard to make something a thing it just becomes like utterly transparent that you're trying too hard it has to be natural it and has that's to why be everybody's cringing to it like almost yeah. universally the reactions i see to MGK um, is cringe. Everybody cringes unless you're like a, a young girl and you're you know you buy you you eat that up. Yeah. You know, but most people kind of I think see through the facade of this. The thing is, um, the way I see it is like okay, we still talk about Prince and David Bowie today, long after their time has passed. You yeah. know, both of them R.I.P. But like even at the height of their popularity was before we were born. Mm-hmm. But but we're they're still talked about today. I don't think MGK is going to be relevant no. even five years from now because here's the thing. Genuine, like, even though what Machine Guns Kelly is doing is obviously working out for him. Like like I said, he's more popular now than he's 100%. ever been. So it's working out for him, but it clearly won't last because fakeness fades, but realness, I think, lasts. Like, yeah. if you, you know, to be... As a wise man once said... What? You got something for this? He said juice... <laughs> That shit's temporary. Sauce, that's forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speak, like that. speaking of relationships, I before we started the podcast, I sh- so wait is is our shame for MGK? Yeah, Are yeah. Are we doing a universal shame here? We're just you know sh- shame on a shame, shame on, on America. Shame, shame on, on America. America. I love how a lot of our sh- shame segments start with us like pinpointing one person, then just be like, you know what? Shame of the shame on the yeah. whole state of Florida. But yeah, it, shame on it America. was pretty shameful. Shame and, you know, on we'll, everybody. We'll, we'll, but we'll sh- we'll shame M- MGK and Magic and Fox for just doing something where it's like, look, celebrity couples are already a thing that's like it's like a distraction from like real life problems. Yeah. It's like you know it's. Um, you know, it's, it could be fun to some people, I guess. Yo, did you see that article? I remember I saw this and I was about to, I almost forgot to bring it up on a pod. I wanted to. It said there is this article that was posted on like psychology today or whatever. And it was some study. I don't know from where, um, just paraphrasing it. Basically the, the headline was people that are more obsessed with like celebrity life, celebrity relationships are typically like cognitively like 
dumber, for lack of a better word. They're like <laughs> people that basically it said people that are into celebrity gossip and celebrity culture are stupider, and people that are enamored with celebrities are stupider than those look, who aren't. Look, it's okay to have a passing interest in it, I guess. Like if something notable happens, I understand. But if yeah. you're like obsessively following that, if you're like, I mean, we're here talking about it, so are yeah. we above it? No, no, we're <laughs> not. not. We're not. We're not. <laughs> Um, but speaking of that, let's move on to another, um, another one of our favorites. Yeah. No, no. Another, uh, relationship gone awry. Another one Kanye of West, Kanye, Kanye West. West. We want, cause before Great. this, I, he just dropped a song with actually, I think it's actually the game song and okay. Kanye was a guest on mm-hmm. and the song is called easy. Good beat. I thought the beat was pretty good, but, um, Kanye had some bars that were, just like he's he's going into his divorce dad arc and you know it's it's very apparent and it's it's and i mean you even i mean you were we were both laughing at the lines in the song like you know like he's like rapping about divorce court and <laughs> there's he had actually had one pretty good line where it was uh it's like what is it he said uh what did he say i don't i don't do counseling i don't negotiate with therapists yeah 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 so which i agree with (laughs) (laughs) no yes no yes no i don't negotiate with therapists (laughs) so so basically he had some very bitter bars i guess you could say Uh uh-huh uh, I've written bitter bars too. Yeah, you've yeah. yeah. yeah I've been through some bad breakups. I, I'm not saying you I'll are. Put down yeah. some bitter bars. Yeah, some bitter, some bitter bars. Uh, the key is being aware of it. You know, when you have an act, whether you're MGK. Okay, or no Chris more counseling. No more counsel. Oh, Mr. Narcissist, tell me about my arrogance. No more counseling. I don't negotiate with therapists. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the the key, what I was gonna say, whether you're from MGK to Prince to Kanye, or David Bowie or whoever, you know, when you are a public figure or an artist of some kind, I think, and and even here, I think with our own podcast, I was thinking about this when I was thinking about our show and walking around earlier. I think like a key is self awareness, right? Is is key to a key to that is like self awareness and also like at the same time, what I think goes with self awareness is like not taking oneself too seriously. Yeah, one because like I think also like if MGK was doing this shtick that he is now, the angsty edge lord, like but if he had like. A, if like he he takes himself seriously with it, which kind yeah. of adds to the cringiness. Like if he didn't take himself so seriously and like yeah. kind of was aware of what well, he was doing or at least acknowledged the, the, it, the, the like diff- it would be a little bit more palpable. Palpable. Well, yeah, think. yeah. Well, the different- and Kanye West lacks self awareness. Oh yeah, too, but, and he but takes part of way part, too part of part of the thing with him though is that he. Um, I mean, every once in a while he'll say something where I'm like, okay, that's actually not that bad. But then a lot of times he'll say like just the craziest because like let's be honest the guy's got legitimately like some kind of psychological problem like you know it's very 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 you know what's the psychological problem i think his psychological problem is he's been bombarded with fame yeah. i don't think he's got something that's like chemical mm. chemical i think well, it's just he's listen, been bombarded listen, with but, fame and that's giving him some trauma 
Yeah, and um, it was, but the line that like it kind of trended on Twitter for a little bit was uh, he does a, a, a line, God save me from that crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's mad at Pete Davidson. Yeah, and he's like, and then my Kim new Kardashian. bitch bad. <laughs> I know Illuminati man. Who's his new bitch? Uh, Julia Fox. She was the is. love interest in um, Uncut Gems. With Adam Sandler. Okay. Um, yeah, so I I just think it's just like it's just it's just look, it's very it's not like the you know, the most important news, but it's like it's something where it's just like you just see like all this all this stuff it's just like yo this stuff is just corny and it's lame well you know i think it's a good conversation for us to have as we you know now have you know our own platform with this podcast like i was saying like i think we can look at stuff like kanye west or mgk and be like why does this come off as cringe or you know unbelievable or or fake you know to us and, you know, kind of give us clues or hints as to, you know, how to better, you know, conduct ourselves, right. you know, on our, on our, with our show, you know, so that we, you know, avoid those same pitfalls. And like I said, I offered up a few, what right. I believe it to be, you know, no, yeah, not totally. taking yourself too seriously, self-awareness, yeah, well, you know, 100%. And, and just being yourself too, you know, I think yeah. is crucial, you know, not to say Kanye West isn't himself. I, I think he is, but like... He's also a, 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 a I like I said I think he's a victim of his fame. Yeah. You know I think a lot of how he acts and, and you does, know the he's people around super famous and also for like you two, know that you, you know that like all the people around him are probably sick of fans. Yeah, and, you know, I mean you said it yourself. Everybody, if everybody tells you you're the shit, you're awesome, you're a genius, you're sexy, like you're gonna believe it and yeah. you're gonna get a big head, you're gonna get an ego. Yeah, you know, and so it's probably a lot of it's gone to his head. He believes it, and then he hears you know detractors saying, "Oh, Kanye West is a." narcissist you know he's a fool whatever it might yeah. be you know and then and then that goes against what he's come to believe living in this world of yes men and fame you know and then it probably has made a probably somewhat of an internal you know clash within him yeah. you know like he i think is just a victim of it so, you know what's one that i recall that I, in a moment where i feel actually bad for him um because i've been there myself you know, with addiction. Oh, when he, he was, oh, when he talked about opiates. Yeah, yeah. When he was in like a TMZ newsroom and he like stopped everybody. He's like, he's like, you know what I was doing? I was on opioids. I was on opioids. I was addicted to opioids because I had to get surgery so that I would look good for you people. You know, and that was like a moment of like to me honesty and, yeah. and realness where he was yeah. like, I am now like I'm in the spotlight twenty four seven. I have to look good. You know, not necessarily for TMZ, but that machine TMZ exists within. Right. Kanye has to play that game, you know, and so he has surgeries, whatever, gets painkillers as one does after a surgery. Let me know if anybody's had a surgery lately. I'd love <laughs> to come visit. And um, and then he gets addicted as one does to opioids. And, yeah. you know, so that was like a moment where I actually feel bad for him. So I think all with Kanye West, you know, like a lot of it, I think, is just he's a victim of like just his fame and his success, mm-hmm. you know. And I like Kanye West's old music. I don't listen to him nowadays. Although, like when he does drop a new project, you know, I'll hear whatever yeah. few songs, and there's always one or two that I do like, you know. Um, so I mean, he's a good he's a good musician. He's a good producer, yeah. no doubt. Like, um, 
you know, like, I think he does something really cool, which is, like, he takes those, like, gospel music from, like, a church and, like, mm. intertwines them in his songs very Words, well. Yeah. But anyways, a, a little divergent off the topic, yeah. but... um. But, yeah, no, I just thought that was no... So, uh, what's this, uh, what's the story you got about the Italian, uh... Oh, you uh, want to hear about the Italian Senate yeah, of yeah. You don't have anything to add about nah, Kanye's... Nah, I mean, what's... Divorced dad bars? I mean, look, okay. You went into that Halloween with... Alright, so, like, look, I, my feelings on it are, like, so, there's this, like, you know, this ongoing feeling, like, theory I have in my mind that mm. I think the thing that, like, radicalizes men the most is divorce court. Yeah. Radicalizes <laughs> them to what? Like, misogyny? Just, you know, like, yeah, that and conservatism and, mm. <laughs> you know, just, like... Um, Hot take. Divorce yeah. leads to conservatism. For men, apparently. For men, yes. Women Divor- love it. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, women become liberals, men become conservatives. After go on. No, I'm just, but yeah, no, like, and it's just funny, just like, like hearing someone rap about like divorce proceedings, and like I don't know why, but there's just something that's like funny, like funny about that to me, like, and I don't know, it's it's crazy that like literally this like, you know. I mean, it, like, whatever the dude says always trends. That's That must be yeah. a crazy position to be in, where, yeah. like, literally, whatever you say trends. You know, and s- some people, you know, who trend a lot, like Elon Musk, he posts, like, boomer shitpost memes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Elon he, Musk and Kanye have taken pictures. Like, they're sure, buddies. Yeah, they're buddies, dude. They're both, they're both visionaries, dude. <laughs> they're both visionaries. Yeah, they probably both actually have a lot yeah, in yeah. in terms of how yeah, they think about Yeah, they're Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, in terms of how they think about themselves. Like, they both yeah. think they're geniuses. Because, like, look. Like, oh, dude, did you see this clip? It made me laugh so hard. Um, it was this clip of the hy- a hyperloop that he had made in Las Vegas, right? Musk. Yeah, Not Elon Kanye. Musk. And Kanye's making hyperloops too, though. In his mind. <laughs> it's just one big hyperloop. Um, but in Vegas, and there was a straight up traffic because they closed one of the endings. And it's just like, like, you know, he's like, oh, like everyone's like, oh, Elon Musk, he's this revolutionary genius. And it's just like, and like literally everything he does is he just bilks the government out of, you know, you know, money supporting his endeavors. And, um, you know, the guy, like, just, like, he does dumb shit, and then people go, like, oh, my God, it's so brilliant. Oh, dig holes. Yes, dig holes. Why didn't we think of this before? Oh, the congested freeways. Oh, we'll just build tunnels. We'll build tunnels, and it will solve the problems. Yeah, there was that video late recently where there was just the cars just, like, driving in a line in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. There was, like, a holdup. Yeah. And, like, the person recording was like, I thought there's not supposed to be traffic in here. Okay, but here's... And the here's, guy here's, driving him was like, yeah, it happens all, all the time. <laughs> yeah, so, like, think about it like this, too. Like, what happens if, like, what just happened before, one of his cars explodes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, what if, you know, there's a fire and they're in the middle of the tube? Is there an emergency exit? Like, what do you do? It must be. That would be, like... I mean, U.S. has a pretty tight like yeah, but, fire code most states yeah know? but elon musk it is someone be. who legitimately didn't want to paint yellow uh yellow hazard paint you know like in his factories and stuff like mm-hmm. that because he doesn't like the color <laughs> <laughs> so what do you use orange instead i guess Red. but you know he's just he's just oh, man the, the, the people who think they're geniuses usually aren't <laughs> all right all right. Question for you. All right. Would you rather spend a whole night drinking 
with Kanye West, MGK, or Elon Musk. One of the three. You have to have like a dinner, wine and dine with him, and you got to drink the whole night with okay, him. Okay, so like MGK, I, the whole time I'm just gonna be like, oh, this dude sucks. Like, <laughs> but he's I'm gonna just, be like, I smell like. Weed. Yeah, and he's gonna like, he's gonna like ramble off like some, you know. He's going to recite Edgar like, Allan Poe. Yeah, yeah, or, like, quote some philosopher, and, like, you know, it's just, like, it's just so lame. Uh, We're giving him more credit than he deserves. He doesn't know any philosophers. No, he but, doesn't read Edgar yeah, Allan no, Poe. no, he doesn't. But, you know, this is in my head canon. Okay. Um, Elon Musk, he's just going to be, like, like, he just, like, has, like, a very pompous attitude to him, like... Even more so than Kanye. Like, even though Kanye, he's like, I feel like uh, Kanye would be a little bit more approachable. Mm -hmm. Elon Musk would just be like, oh, you're not worth my time. I'm autistic, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, kind of, like, straight up, he reminds me of the billionaire in that movie, Don't Look Up. Check out a review. Um, so. (laughs) Self-plug. Yeah, definitely Kanye, for sure. Definitely Kanye. Yeah. You'd wine and dine Kanye. Yeah. Take him back home and spend the night drinking and yeah. playing cards. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be the probably the he most wants interesting. To use your Xbox, your new yeah. Xbox. Yeah, dude, totally. <laughs> so tell me about this Italian story. Okay, the Italian story. Yeah. Um. It's not. It's. It, I mean, it's not about the whole country of Italy, but it involves their Senate. So I just. I. You know. I'm just scanning things i want to hear i want to hear about the people of my homeland yeah i thought you i thought you would like both the fact that this is a story from italy and also that it involves one of your favorite things uh hentai so shut the um, fuck up apparently so you know the italian senate is meeting on zoom meetings and you know how sometimes over the past over the pandemic, you know, people get access to Zoom meetings they shouldn't be in. And you know, they just troll. And be a good and, yeah. Yeah. and um, so I guess that happened as the Italian Senate was meeting on a Zoom meeting. Um, a, a malcontent entered the Zoom meeting uninvited and hijacked the, the broadcast and uh, played... Uh, hentai porn uh, on on nice. it, and they played in particular. They played Final Fantasy hentai oh, nice. porn. Nice. Um, I mean, they so, just have so many characters. It, it know, was uh, the character with. Tifa Lockhart. Oh, yes, from yeah. Final Fantasy yeah, VII. So yeah. that, I'm sure you've probably seen the video on your own no, time. You have it saved no, somewhere. No. Um, so the hentai went live alongside uh, Giorgio Parisi's introduction. And he's, you know, um, there's some Italian motherfucker in there who's enjoying it. He's the winner. He's a winner. I love of the, the I love the way oh, that they were really the, upset. the sexy cartoons. I love it. <laughs> they were fairly upset uh, about of it. Of course. Um, uh, the oh, mom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there is all the Italian Senate lawmakers. They were there to discuss the influence of data transparency in political decisions. And about a half hour into the meeting, someone hijacked the call and played the clip for a good 30 seconds before finally bit being kicked out. Um, um, I can't find a video of this happening. I was looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently there's a censored version on Twitter. Um, uh, so as, soon, as the video plays, you can hear the hijacker yelling in Italian, Something about a sex offender. Okay. So it's possible that this person might have been doing it as a political like protest against the Italian okay. Senate. Like rather than it just being outright a joke, All it right. could have been like a you know that 
whoever was the hijacker yeah. of this Italian Zoom, Italian Senate Zoom meeting was, you know, trying to make a statement of some kind, or maybe they're just part of that, of you course. know, everybody in politics is a pedophile, you know, yeah. group. Oh, you mean the truth? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so there you go. That's pretty much the gist oh, of okay. it. Okay, um, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it, it sounded, it sounded interesting, you know, uh, Nothing it's, much more happens. Like it just says they kicked him out after about thirty seconds, and the meeting continued as normal. It was being live streamed though, so many people did see it. Um, if right. you're inclined to follow Italian internal politics, oh, dude, you, you know me, dude. <laughs> you know me. That's literally all I'm about. Oh, and it, actually, the person's been identified. A user named Alex Spence. That's not the name I expected. <laughs> I wanted something yeah. like Mario. And focaccia, Forca- yeah. focaccia. See, this is look. This is anti-Italian racism, and I just <laughs> won't stand. I just won't stand racism. for it. Yep, <laughs> yep, yeah. Our people have struggled. Oh, and he also. It says here he played another video featuring Jiang Ling from Genshin Impact. Um, <sighs> no word on how they gain control. That game, that game um, sucks so but bad. But they will be reporting it to the police. Mm. So yeah, big win for you hentai fans out there. Shut I'm looking up. at one. No, There's I do not like hentai, hentai porn. I can see the folder open on your computer no, right now. No. Yes. No. It says secret documents. No, it's work. And then in parentheses, it says yeah, it says work. And then in see, parentheses, because, it's the because Zaxxon, Zach's not a cultured individual. He doesn't know that um, that hentai is the highest form of art. That ja- he just will see me watching anime, and he'll be like, "Oh, that's hentai." And I'm like, "No, that's not hentai. It's literally just anime. I've seen Hentai's hentai different. Hentai's porn. All right. It's like it's like if you were calling every TV show porn." <laughs> I, I, I understand. You like both, is what you're trying to say. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I do you not. You were the guy. <laughs> no. The truth has been revealed no. here. It was Bosco no, himself no, no. who hijacked this Italian fake, meeting. Fake news, fake news. In protest because he was disappointed with his recent shipment of olive oil yeah. from the motherland. You know what I was disappointed with? <laughs> Hmm. The Donald Trump rally recently. The Donald Trump rally. Yeah. yeah. I was watching it on my way home. And, you know, I was like, I, I hadn't, you know, he used to, man, he used to be rallying all the time. And there was great clips. I always love the one where uh, people have made compilations of uh, Trump being by. And he's like, look at this handsome man. Look at him. Look at him. He's oh, that so was, he was strong. talking about me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I'd just kiss him. I'd kiss, you know, look at these handsome men. Um, but, like, like listening to this, I, I was, you know, watching it uh, in a uh, Hasanabi stream. It's funny because they, like, gamble in the stream. They gamble. They gamble on it if Trump's going to bring something up. Like, I lost, I lost p- channel points on betting whether or not he'd bring up Kyle Rittenhouse. Did he? No. No? He literally... So, like, here's the thing. He doesn't care. Here's the thing, is that he just straight up... He, so, now he's just, like, gonna... Like, his role is basically gonna be like, I'm gonna come to every to every district, and I'm gonna endorse all these people that to vote in these smaller elections. I'm the kingmaker, baby. I'm the kingmaker. He said that? No, but this is basically no. what he's doing, right? Like, he's, like, trying to be, like... Trump is basically the Republican Party, for the most part, and... It's just funny because Trumpism. Yeah, Trumpism, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
The and ism, baby. The ism, baby. Yes. I like how you changed the topic before your hentai interest were No, 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 no. I wanted to talk about Trump. <laughs> you Trump know? hentai. So, um, you know, I was listening to it, and man, the guy just like, dude, it was like people were thinning out during it because he was just like, and he like, like, Joe Biden gets a lot of shit for his age, right? He's older. You know, people always make fun of him. You know, deservedly yeah. so. We definitely elected a corpse into office, but Sleepy it's because Joe. it's because it's Trump because. was that. It's because Trump. Because that's this bad. So, um, he didn't, dude, Trump didn't even say, let's go Brandon at the rally, dude. That was the biggest shock to me. I was let down. Yeah. That I didn't you get expected a, him to say, let's go, Brandon. Remember, let's stand back, stand, stand by. Yeah, let's, let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, and it just shows that, you know, he's lost it. He's lost the step. And also, he's old. Maybe he just wasn't feeling it that day. Yeah. That happens. Maybe he just wasn't feeling it that day. But also, that day, like, also ah, I, 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 got, think, I, I think I think it was honestly his age because like the whole time he kept on doing this. He kept on like stopping every minute and he'd go like, look at this crowd. The cameras can't even capture how loud this crowd, how large this crowd is. Look at it. Oh my God. And then they'll say fake news media and they're in the back and they're going to say no one was here. <laughs> I mean, it has gotten a bit stale. Yeah, think, it's just it, like, it says. just doesn't hit. And like, he was still like trying to talk about the wall. It's like people have moved on, you know? Oh, yeah. And that's where I saw, I saw this video uh, online um, the other day. And it was, this must be where it was from. Because it was Trump talking about the wall and saying, <laughs> it's literally unscalable. It's, it's a design to take in heat so that if you touch it, you'll burn. They say you can fry an egg on it. You can fry an egg. And I, the video, that audio was played over somebody at the wall and then showing where they had like seared off a latch and the, the gate was just wide open. Wow. Yeah, like literally You want to hear open. you want to hear something funny too? Hmm. He, you want to know what he came out what song he came out to? Hmm. It was amazing. So first he came out to the Undertaker's theme song. No way. The, yeah. With the bells chiming yes. and stuff. Yes. And he, the yes, dude, I'm not even joking. He played that. And then he plays, you know, I'm proud to be an American. You know, you know that song. Proud he played it. He played it after that, but he started with the fucking Undertaker theme song because <laughs> apparently the Undertaker is a huge chud. So yeah, a chud. Yeah, he likes Donald Trump. Yeah, that's yeah. not surprising at all. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but I just thought that was that was the only real notable thing from it, and it was just like it was just like. So let me get this straight. He was just preoccupied on the crowd size and he was talking about that so look he talked about three things he talked about the border mm -hmm. the fake democrats okay um oh and the, here's also the funniest things that you'll see conservatives like they, they they'll just constantly say this and it's a lie they'll mm -hmm. be like joe biden's socialist oh, agenda he's okay, yeah that's he's one of the most infuriating yeah because especially about joe biden say, as people who have communists as, or a socialist as people who are leftists who voted for joe biden there's like we people both on are. right wing media who say Joe Biden is controlled by Bernie Sanders and the socialist within the government. Bernie Sanders literally came out they the other day saying that the, 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 the Democratic Party has turned away on on, on its people. Yeah, duh. They've yeah. been turned away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like it, it's just funny. It's funny the the image that Republicans have of you know liberals or leftists. It's just you know? all fucking bullshit and propaganda. Yeah, but anyway, so he talked about that. He talked about Joe Biden's socialist agenda. 
Um, then he talked about um, the uh, catastrophic pullout out of, of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talked about, okay, he talked about the crowd size. I, now the I'm good. Now hits. I'm starting to go in a circle. <laughs> it was literally <laughs> like straight. It, it, like I felt like rope a dope driving home because like I felt like I just kept hearing the same points over and over and over and over. Yeah. And and oh, what was the other one he talked about that? Well, uh, it's oh, he's he still it's fire hosing. He's That's still what they and, call and, it. oh, and he's still he's still going on about the fake election. You yeah, know. of course, it's yeah. the greatest hits. This is what they called Trump's strategy politically. It's fire hosing where. You just say th- the same things over and over again, and whether it's a lie, most of the time it's a lie, but whether it's a lie or not, and you just say it over and over again, and eventually pl- people believe it. It's, it's his for- it's his manipulation tactic. He just says the same things over and over again. It gets a reaction one way or another, good or bad, and then it, and then it becomes so ingrained within the discourse that it becomes reality for for a lot of people. Like it's essentially fake until you make it, and it's just they call it fire hosing. That's what he would do. He would just spout out bullshit nonsense, but over and over and over again until you it's just like drilled into your brain and you believe it or you are pissed off about it one way or the other. It works, you know. But to me, what what this tells me about Donald Trump, which is why I voted against him. Not I didn't vote for Joe Biden. I voted against Yeah, it was Donald an anti Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um like he, I voted against him because like he would be king if if like the constitution didn't stop him. If somebody if there is some loophole that allowed him to be the king of the US, he I'm would the do king it. Like everything I want a big throne, a big throne. A golden toilet. A golden toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, he if he could be, you know, the king, he would be. But like everything's about him. You know, he's still yeah. holding rallies. Like do any other does Obama hold rallies? That's the part that's does that's Bill the, Clinton, that's the, that's, does George Bush. That's the part that I'm kinda getting I'm kinda getting at. That it's like George Bush, the last time I saw him is when it was the 9-11 remembrance. Because yeah. G- George Bush has weirdly liberals have done this have like kind of reformed him because he's like anti-trump and so yeah. like they kind of used him as like a you know yeah a lot of old right like but like bush GOPs. is a straight-up war criminal like even like yeah. you know like each whatever trump is yeah george but george bush yeah george and bush but george bush ass. got elevated because of how much people elevated hated trump <laughs> made george w bush george w bush was happy that about trump because He's no longer the worst president in U.S. But history no, now. But, but no, but George Bush legitimately, in my opinion, still is the worst president of all time. Like, if you ask yeah. me. Uh, I, it's between, for me, it's between George W. Bush and Ronald Reagan. but yeah. um, And Donald Trump thrown in there, but I, I take Reagan. I hate Reagan. You know so. what's going to be weird? It's going to be weird, like, when we get older... And then people start referring to Trump like Ronald Reagan, and they're going to talk about like you know. Oh uh, yeah! As time as you get further away, as as an event in history happens, and you get further removed from it, like you look back with rose-colored glasses. Yeah, like every, and they're going to be like everybody was, eventually gets remembered yeah, fondly. You know? Yeah, <laughs> enough yeah. times passed, you know. Yeah, straight Unless up. you're Hitler, but um. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you can't you can't reform Hitler. I mean, like like he's there talking about his crowd size, you know, and you know that's him playing. That's always what he's done. He wants to appear super popular. He yeah. wants to be out there. He wants the spotlight on him. He wants the attention. The border wall, like that's basically his monument. Yeah. His monument to he wanted to build a monument. There's his <clears throat> monument. It's this stupid border wall. Yeah. You know, he's holding rallies still. Like he's 
the dude is, you know, a megalomaniac. Megalomania, megalomaniac. And thank you. And I don't think that's news to anybody either. No, but, no. Um, We're saying very obvious yeah. things, but... And, but this is, like, why he was not a good U.S. president. Because, no. like, he... Everything was about him at yeah. the end of the day. Like, it's about him. Everything's how about me. And he that's is. just the you know, way it is. He didn't lose. And, and, and if you say anything to the contrary, you're fake news, you're a, a liar, you're a Democrat, whatever. Like, you know, like, you know, you know, you know what I keep thinking about? I think about the Jonah Hill quote in, in Don't Look Up where he where he's at the rally. He's like, he's like, you, sh- you love us, the cool rich, and them? and they're like boo but we need them to use you (laughs) we use you you're them so that you vote for us (laughs) yeah well and anyway but the point the point is is that uh he's he's lost a step and honestly it's a sad day because his rallies used to be major content i mean look i did not see that it's hard for me to say i one way or the other because i didn't see that because I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, no. Trump's I'm definitely rallies. a loser with no life for uh, sure, 100. percent Watching Donald Trump yeah. rallies, yeah, no, to rage. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know that's what I thought would be a soothing listen to on the ride home. You should after be work. uploading our podcast to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Anyway, so all right, so let's get into the last story. It's something that I I uh, <clears throat> prepared since Zach prepared since Zach hasn't done a conspiracy theory in a while. Yeah. I mean, look, look, I, I I would say this to you off the recording, but I'll just say just so if people listen to this and they like those segments, they can know why I stopped doing it. There, there's a lot to do with a conspiracy. And I think that because we'd only devote the end of an episode to it, like it did, never did them justice. And in order to do them properly, I think we'd have to devote entire episodes hmm. to doing conspiracy okay. theories. Okay. You know, just doing them as the last segment. There's a lot of them can just be so much and just so heavy. And there can be a lot to unpack, yeah. you know, whether a lot of nonsense to unpack. Okay. So it just makes it difficult and it would, you know, make our run times go way over where we were trying to aim at. And, um, all right. You yeah. know, so, but if people are listening, and y- y'all enjoyed those segments and you like to see your return like please let us know and yeah. maybe we could work out some way to do bash devoted- bros pod at no bash brothers pod and we also have a twitter now we'll plug that yeah. at the end we'll plug it at yeah, the end yeah. but yeah if let us know if you would like to see your return to that at I protonmail.com stopped, i stopped doing them because yeah there it's a lot and it just kind of threw our timing and the flow well, i, I, I think i think i do them on their own like standalone episodes like an hour you know, okay. unpacking, dissecting certain. Yeah, we'll know, have to talk about this, but yeah. You, remember when we would do them? We went way over our allotted like yeah. ninety minutes. We'd go into two hours. Yeah. Two and, you know. Well, this one's this one's a short one, and it's one that's real, and it's mm-hmm. one that affects something that I love movies, mm-hmm. and a <clears throat> uh, awesome YouTube channel. It's where I got all the um, articles. Uh, second thought one that i know you enjoy as well zach a good political channel they just make these like video essays that are very interesting Mm -hmm. um so uh, do you know at all about like the history between the movie industry and the department of defense yeah well i know that that i'm not necessarily hollywood and the department of defense but i know that there has been movies 
you know, commissioned by the government to, especially during well, wartime, to promote, you know, a lust for war. And, so, you know. So, this the official DOD statement, the Defense Department, and this is like on their website, the Defense Department has been a long standing relationship with Hollywood. In fact, it's been. It, it's been working with filmmakers for nearly a hundred years with a goal that's twofold to accurately depict military stories and make sure sensitive information isn't disclosed. So, and you know, and it's, it's had certain like, like effects on the population. I mean, after top gun, which had a lot of uh, military involvement because of, you know, the jet planes and, you know, it needed a lot of that stuff. So it was like, how are they going to do that? Yeah. Well, the U S military comes Kicks in them a little bit of a budget. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, just like, I, make us look good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I later on, I'll have, uh, some funny edits that they have made to scripts. Hmm. Um, so basically, uh, after top gun came out, um, the Navy set up recruitment tables at theaters playing the movie and the enlist enlistment stri- spike like skyrocketed yeah. after the release of that movie. Which movie? Sorry. Uh, Top Gun. Top Gun. Right. So, uh, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, uh, is one of the most militarized films ever made. Um, never just, seen it. Yeah, it's crazy. Like some of the yeah, because like some like the military plays the character. There's like military members. Mm-hmm. You know, they're fighting the transformers, and it's it, you know it's very hoorah. Yeah, in a weird way, from a transformers movie, you're like that's weird. That's weird. Why? Like, wh- what is this? How, like, why? Like, is the military involved in this movie? Like, that's what my thought is. Like, you know, like when I first was like kind of like looking into this, um. You know, in addition, uh, in the Transformers movie, uh, many of the characters are military personnel. Genuine U.S. troops were used as extras, and large chunks of it were shot at U.S. air bases. Mm. Um, so let's uh, let's get into one that I was very surprised by the amount of military involvement. Marvel. Oh yeah, that's not surprising at all. That was surprising to me. That's surprising to you. I I mean I just I like I've watched the Marvel movies, but I never saw saw it as like you know like oh like military propaganda. I definitely. I mean I don't watch them a lot, but I definitely. Think I I that, just like I mean Captain America. Yeah come yeah on. yeah. No no Iron Man. No after after they're all like commissioned by the government or essentially like a super soldier. Yeah well know? yeah Iron Man was a like a, a weapons manufacturer. Yeah. And then they're the heroes. They yeah. commission a super soldier. We've been playing Halo Infinite lately. They're yeah. basically all Spartan one one seven Master okay. Chiefs. So the way it works is various branches of the military and intelligence agencies have offices that liaise with filmmakers. These offices request radical changes to scripts, expunging anything that might be critical or reflect poorly on them. Shocker. Uh, in exchange, films and television shows are granted permission to use locations and equipment. This is the type of actions take by <laughs> countries, and some leaders have de- like basically they get to deem who the enemy is in these movies too. And a lot of times they choose the enemies of freedom, such as China, yeah. North Korea, and Iran and Russia. Russia. You Arabs, know. <laughs> yeah. No nation, just all one, just yeah. one umbr- nebulous Arab people. <laughs> yeah, scary Browns. Um, 
at least six Marvel movies have received support from the Department of Defense. Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Captain America, Captain America Winter Soldier, and Captain Marvel. (laughs) Not surprising at all. um, X-Men First Class also uh, had ads telling potential... the, The military worked with that movie with ads that... Uh, told potential recruits that they could live out superhero fantasies on real life battlefields. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Hulk, to the 2003 version, script notes obtained through the Freedom of Information suggested pretty radical script changes, including changing the Hulk's code name from Ranch Hand to Angry Man. <laughs> Operation Ranch Hand refers to a campaign in which the U.S. dropped millions of gallons of herbicide over Vietnam, including the now infamous Agent Orange. It ranch Hand? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, the good person was like a military. He wanted uh, to throw that fun little Easter egg in there, I guess. Hmm. You know, who knows? But um, one that was one of the more recent Marvel movies to have this involvement is Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel... The character Carol Danvers uh, uh, is in the Air Force, yeah, and uh, they have described it themselves as a recruiting win for the Air Force. Kids all over were watching and loving a movie in which the Air Force pilots help save the planet. Someone at the Pentagon was smiling, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, and the the main overall thought I have behind this is that. Hollywood feature films have served as the most uh, significant medium to argue for the military, right? It, it, it allows you to, like, argue for it and in kind of an uncritical way yeah, in a lot and, of aspects. And it's always much more subtle than just, like, the blatant, you know, U.S. military or U.S. Right. Army commercials you and, see and where like, it's, like, somebody who's, like, looking at a thing and then next, like, they're looking at another thing on a battleship, a map, and then yeah. next thing they're in, like, a, they're a doctor. Yeah. You know, those are They're in typical. some room with, like, random panels yeah. that look like, <laughs> like... Yeah. And then the next shot, they're a doctor, and it's, like, the U.S., what the U.S. Army can do for you, yeah. or what the Marine Corps can do for you. Yeah. You know, those ads that you see on TV are very heavy handed. You remember? They're cringy and you just like, they're kind of make you, you be like, ugh. But these, doing it through film and other mediums because video games this is done too. 100%. Um, I mean like Call of Duty. It's much more subtle and it, and it does a well to cultivate like an appreciation for war and militarism. Yeah. Militarism. And I would, I would describe myself as an anti-imperialist. I assume you would be the same. Sure. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, it's not like we're big fans of the American military. Mm. You know, let's be honest. Okay. We are a little biased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you know it's, the troops, it, the troops. But you know the thing is about this I is never, that I never say support the troops. Yeah, no. I hate that sentiment. Oh, so okay. Much. Well, just real quick, this is a tangent. But like, isn't it like? I think okay. This this I might be totally wrong, but I'm just gonna shoot this out there. I think that some mil- do you think some military men join the military? Just so that people later on could be like, thank you for your service. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you heard of Stolen Valor, right? Yeah, like, yeah Stolen Valor, Stolen Valor. Just yeah, so they dude. can get that. Because uh, Amer- in America, what exists in America is like some reverence for, you know, American culture ingrained in it is like reverence for soldiers because there's this idea that they've won freedom for you. Like, you owe them something. Right. Because your freedom is owed to them because, you know, they 
fought for oil in Iraq or, oh, you, or whatever. You know, you know, it's one of the funniest ones. It, it was the meme was coming around during when we pulled out of Afghanistan. But the uh, Rocky Three, how at mm-hmm. the end of Rocky Three, it was like. Uh, great thanks to the the brave soldiers of the Mujahideen, which later, mm-hmm. be, you know, became, Rambo, yeah, in Rambo, Rambo three, you said which Rocky. you know, oh sorry, did I say Rocky? <laughs> yeah. That'd be really weird if Rocky like, was working with Rocky? whatever Rambo, <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, Rambo's a great example right there of like kind of. Hollywood well, actually, well, military here's a, the original. No, yeah, the original. No, yeah, the original is like kind of, yeah, ones. the original is like kind of like a statement on like how we treat veteran. Like, look, mm. it's an it's an action movie, definitely, but it has like a kind of like stronger theme overall. That it's like you know how we kind of discard like people who were in the military, which mm. is you know yeah. definitely something that happens. If you want to support your troops, like look that way to yeah. supporting the VA and and veterans. Yeah. So many of them are on the streets. So yeah, yeah. and it's funny that you know people will be and like, oh, I we I support the troops, but then they'll look at like some homeless dude and be like, yeah, any any borderline socialist initiatives to help the troops that's off the table yeah. but you have all your platitudes and empty performances yeah and then and they'll be like we thing, we support so. the troops and then someone like a, a mike Prisoner will come up and like tell his like experiences of war mm. who's you know a leftist and you know then they'll be like oh, okay well we support the troops but not that one right. all right any we support the troops that support our yeah. ideologies and i mean like look like the reality is a lot of former troops current active troops and former troops they're gonna be right-leaning like 100 i mean cops too sure yeah yeah the culture of the military just is more conservative and, right and like it just is more inclined to people that i think already think that way and then when you join up with them like the training what you're taught there i think just steers you in that direction you know um but back to thinking about the movies, like just as you're explaining this to me, I can think of so many things that just feel like examples of like militaristic propaganda. Yeah. Or, I, and a lot of these films, I think, to borrow a term that I think is thrown around a lot, but I think it applies here, it manufactures consent for yeah. violence and intervention. Re- sorry, which is uh, referring to the Chomsky book oh, yeah. manufacturing consent yeah. which um, and like how media uses to create narratives that get you know pushed into the the cultural zeitgeist exactly and i think that applies 100 for it manufactures consent for violence for militarism for interventionism and always portrays the u.s as the you know glorious hero coming to save the day protect right. freedom protect your life whatever it might be and i can think of like just as you're explaining this i think of yeah some of the rambo movies uh you have your zero dark 30 uh the hurt locker um to one of some that are like more like that never succeeded well like you think uh the movie Battle of L.A. I think. Yeah. Did you ever see that one? Or there was yeah. one that was a naval one too. I think it was called like Battleship. Oh, Battleship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Battleship. I remember I watched that when I was based at, on the board game yeah, Battleship. I, I watched that when I was like a freshman in college, and it was like so bad, and it was like pure Navy propaganda. You yeah. Know? Um. So okay, so I have uh, I have some funny uh, like edits that the DoD through getting. Uh, information through the Freedom of Information Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person who wrote this article, yeah, the person who got this article uh, wrote this article. He uh, talks about some funny edits that they wanted to make, right? So, um, it was the one that, uh, okay. So, 
in the movie Tears of Tears in the Sun, a movie the CIA praised but also just labeled Rambo in the Jungle. <laughs> the database said after his lengthy, lengthy script notations mostly to increase military realism among the SEAL team members and between the team and higher authority and also to prevent the depiction of the US government as complicit in nasty conspiracies overseas approved filming in Hawaii with Navy helicopters <laughs> oh nefarious things overseas that yeah. never happens yeah. you know just ask any fucking leftist movement in South America <laughs> um, you know, uh, here we go. Uh, an Iron Man 2 gave the visual effects department access so they can meticulously and accurately reflect the realistic aircraft markings on the War Machine character. The Air Force mm. assisted in designing the War Machine markings. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, and there's. Oh, just- here, I thought of another one. I've. Uh- American Sniper. Tell me oh, that was a yeah. military Oh, yeah. Well, that one, was, that one was gross, too, because, um, you know, when kind of recalling back to one of our old episodes, we talked about, uh, like, Katrina and the aftermath of the hurricane, right? Uh, possibly? I think so. But, like, um, you know, like, one of the uh, claims that the guy, Chris Kyle, that that movie was based on is that he was sniping looters, in the aftermath of Katrina, which he lied about, but uh-huh. that shit—for like, real, that's horrible. No, but that shit like legitimately happened. Yeah, like like you know like, I mean we kind of talked about it, but like in the aftermath of Katrina, there was like a sh- a, a ton of just like chaos. You know mm. what I mean? Um, and uh, yeah, that was gross. And then the funniest the funniest thing to me is that someone who I. I kind of enjoy Jesse Ventura. Yeah, one 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 one. The body. He's like the, the governor of Minnesota. He's like kind of a more left leaning Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I'm a governor, a fighter, a Navy SEAL. Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I had to every time I I, just, I gotta I gotta do the voice. All right, we're frogmen. <laughs> I put on the frogs. I swam um, to the coast of New York won, on 9/11. He won a lawsuit uh, against Chris Kyle's estate. Oh, really? Because in a book, Chris Kyle had uh, said that. He uh, knocked out Jesse Ventura. Really? <laughs> and yeah, and it, he won. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, he was full of shit, Chris Kyle. I mean, could you you can imagine someone like that? Uh, yeah. You know. You know. I, I, I just, okay, wait. Here we go. So, uh, yeah, uh, denounced the late American sniper author Chris Kyle. On Monday, as an American liar, you know it's funny. Sometimes when I just see Jesse Ventura's face, I just think of mind control. Mind control <laughs> What's going on uh, in Area Fifty One? Why won't they, Why let, won't me they let me in? I'm a governor. <laughs> um, he said he feels vindicated in his five-year legal battle with former Navy SEAL and his estate. <laughs> but so he won. It took five years. And it's it's hilarious that it was over. He was like, "Yeah, I knocked him out." Uh, okay, yeah. Kyle recounted punching out a man he nicknamed Scruffface for saying that for saying the seals deserved to lose a few in Iraq at a bar near a California seal base that was the site of both a seal reunion that Ventura attended in the wake for a fallen seal, a seal that Kyle helped coast. 
Kyle later said he was referring to Ventura. So, you know, you know who? Um, sorry. Also, on the topic of the, what people bother me the most are fucking military nerds. This yeah. reminds me of the guy Dan Bilzerian, who mm-hmm. claimed to also be a Navy oh, SEAL. He man. wasn't. He wasn't no. a Navy SEAL. Dude, that guy has made up so much about it. He's like, oh, I've won all my money from poker. No, yeah. your dad was like a fucking con man. A self-appointed king of Instagram. Yeah. Formerly, he's long fallen yeah. off. One of the things for me that like... He was re- awful. Re- he was a huge military nerd. Yeah. He wanted to be in the Navy SEALs. Yeah, I mean, he, he even was had the, never. I he even had he, the entire... He went to... He went to... Tra- the lore is that he went to training, but he was too badass. He was too badass for the training. Yeah. It's like, you gotta get out of here. Yeah. Too tough. <laughs> yeah, they said right. he was too tough and his penis was too big. Dude, military nerds are the most... Are the They're, worst. Yeah. Especially the kind of military nerds that never actually served, yeah. but are, like, still obsessed with the military. Yeah, yeah. They're the worst kind. And they're the scariest, because those are a lot of times they end up to being the white nationalists and the white... Yeah. The terror. Terrorists, no. the homegrown, the domestic no. terrorists. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know, it's, um, you know, it's the part I always think about with Dan Blazarian now is I think in the aftermath of the Las Vegas shooting that where there oh, was yeah, the, was there was the clips running, around, running like, around and, he and was, there's a video with a cop where he's like, give me a gun. I can help. And the guy's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine that. Like that was like a gruesome bloody affair. Yeah. Like that was, was a like, massacre. that was a massacre. And fucking Dan Lazarian had the gall to approach the police. Like, look. And he was live streaming. Listen, you know, he went yeah. back to his house and he's live streaming. He's like, I'm going back. I got my gun. Dude, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. He, he was in his car and he's like, oh my God, I saw this chick and her head got blown off. It was crazy. And yeah, it's just like, and he made it all about him. Yeah, dude. A it's literal just so, tragedy. Yeah. A mass shooting. Yeah, and it's look, about how bad. And you know me, is. I don't, I don't stick up for cops. With the one cop who just told that guy, "Get the <laughs> fuck out of here," that was the only cop I'll, I'll, I'll ever yeah. give props to. The guy, like in the video, you could see the look on the cop's face. He's like, "Do you know what's happening? Leave me the fuck alone and yeah. get the fuck out of here." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so the military has ingrained itself in popular culture as you know, um, you know, an an option for, and you know, I mean, you can even speak on it yourself, but like. You know, it's the, very common in video games. I want to bring this up. I, I touched on it. Oh, a little bit. yeah, yeah. What, Call of Duty. I mean, not the earlier Call of oh, Duty. Oh, the Highway to Hell but, um, is like yes. Yeah. Okay, the most recent, not the most recent one, but the most recent Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare right. released in 2019. When I played that storyline, I was like, dude, this is straight military propaganda. Dude, the, they had the Russians like committing like war crimes yeah. and like. And there's like a mission. One of the earliest missions is when you like do this home invasion raid. Yeah. And uh, and like, oh my god, yeah. it's so creepy. And there's creepy. like literal like it, you're just killing people indiscriminately, and they're the heroes these are the heroes they're killing people indiscriminately and the justification is at the end of the mission there's a woman who's pretending she's like has her hands she's up like, and then oh. she yeah and then and she then tries she... to grab a gun and they <laughs> shoot her and they're like see that's what happens you can't trust him yeah and there's a literal fucking torture scene in that game where they torture a guy to gain information to progress the story along and, and thus save the day you know they're it's it's that's so, how you manufacture when consent I played that game yeah. i mean it was. I was like, dude, this is just like pure military propaganda right here. Because you kind of just have to turn guys, your brain off guys. and enjoy the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I know uh, exactly what I did. You know, there. Here's your good guys, the West, U.S. and the West. Uh, here's the bad guys, Russia, and you know, nameless Arabs, and. Um, 
and they will do and the Americans it, when they do anything they can even if it's bad like they're tortured they're like okay we're gonna torture this guy and they like they kind of acknowledge that it's bad but at the end of the day everything they do killing people indiscriminately uh, torturing people to gain information it's all framed as it's good for because it's for the a just cause yeah it's for a just cause so this is good and it needs to be done you remember you know? remember there was that scandal and you know Call of Duty the military has esports teams yeah no yeah I was just that's what I was gonna bring and up they and they were stream they were they were uh, they like, live stream they yeah. do Twitch streams where they like talk to kids and yeah. they try and recruit yeah it's crazy Call of Duty it's because Fortnite. they sell this idea that like if you're someone there's nothing wrong look, with more video games or or violent no. video games either but the military there's a lot of them and a lot of them like Call of Duty's recent ones have military propaganda yeah 100% and you know um, it's just like I, I, I wanted to bring this story up because I you know I, I know it sounds like you know it's it's one of those things where it sounds like a, a, like oh the military influences movies in you're like the Marvel universe like look I'll admit when I first I was like I was I was like surprised I never I like I had thought about it with other movies but not Marvel right Marvel was like the whole I was like I don't know why like maybe I was but like Too much after of a fanboy yeah yeah <laughs> I had my fanboy glasses on I guess yeah. but you know I think the the point you brought up is is the right one though is that this is how consent get, consent gets manufactured is that they make they make you like okay with like you know war crimes and Look, we're, we're talking about this in early 2022 i guarantee you by the end of this year there'll be at least a few movies released this year that are like some form of military propaganda oh what like to get us back in afghanistan or no not to get us just general yeah general yeah, not, not for any certain cause militaristically but just yeah. in general you know pro-militarism you know yeah. films video games you know, it's all over the place. It's like bringing it back to Call of Duty, in early Call of Duties, like if you played Call of Duty two, or even up to Call of Duty four, when you died, there would be quotes on the screen, and many times it was like uh, anti-war quotes. You yeah. know, um, I can't think of anything off. I mean, off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of something. Um, but a lot of times, I do remember the quotes had like a sentiment uh, oh, here, I got, I got one. of anti-military. I, got one. These, I only... I in only later sw- Call of Duties, they took them out entirely. And in Modern Warfare 2019, they put them back in, but it was like quotes from Dick Cheney. And, and like uh, Henry pro, Kissinger. Yeah, and pro-military. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing one from Henry Kissinger. I'm like, that ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. demon. Like, I, I think the key is to just be aware. You know, yeah. the media you're con- Consuming. Like, it's not, there's nothing wrong with going to see these movies. Yeah, and you can enjoy it, but just, but just know that a lot of times when the military gets depicted in movies, a lot of times they have to get consent from the military to even film them in any kind of way. A lot of the times they have to. And this is nothing new either. You know, the, the movie that's considered the very first piece of American cinema was pro KKK propaganda. Oh yeah, birth, birth of, of a nation. nation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so this is nothing new. This is yeah. like the start of 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 film and media, you know, in America at least. Um, not talking about the rest of the world. Like, was care like it was like pro KKK. Like violence is the is a solution. You know, not the problem. You know, and so it, at the at the very beginning. Um, you know, from birth of a nation, like, right. you know, you manufacture consent 
for violence to protect your way of life, to protect right. your freedom, in quotes. Oh, well, they just hate you know? us because we're free. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, yeah, I remember hearing yeah. a lot of people in the early 2000s say that, like, in regards to, like, why we were at war with Iraq or something. It's like, well, did you hear? They were in New Jersey's dancing on the rooftops when 9-11 happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Muslims yeah. in New Jersey yeah. were celebrating, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Because you know why they did 9-11? Because they just hate how damn free we are. That's right. It has nothing to do hate, with yeah. U.S. imperialism. No, it's no. just they just hate how damn no. free we are. And America of course, is. you know, it has nothing to do with, you know, Russia's, you know, invasion of, you know, the territory in the 90s. What's that? In Afghanistan. <laughs> that you think that is connected to 9/11? Yeah. How so? That's that's a longer <laughs> podcast. Yeah, okay, don't talk, I don't know if I think it's more Israel Palestine that, okay. that in particular they see that as a uh, Anyway, we're just we're just, you know, we're we're fans of conspiracy theories. But this, I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory. This is legitimately No, real. this one's real. This yeah. one's this one's There is a conspiracy going on and that's the military uses um entertainment and media to to spread their propaganda through film, through video games, right. through through fucking even literature. Be conscious consumers. Yeah, be a conscious. There you go. Yeah, there you go. One <laughs> Just be aware of it. You know, it's it's it's, it's not a, a what if or a, oh does this happen or not? It happens. It is happening. And There's nothing we can do to change it. Militarism is a problem in America. You, I, if you're listening to this, you yourself could be a military fan, or you probably know somebody who's a huge lover of the military. I mean, military. straight up, straight up. Like it's There's very people I have heard before who you know, don't know history well, will straight up say that America defeated the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> you know. They helped. They helped. <laughs> it was they, a global effort. All right, but they, they but straight up, there. you know what I mean? It's like that scene in Jojo Rabbit at the end where, like, the Russian shoulders are just walking out, but the American guys are like, yeah, we're free. <laughs> yeah, well, it's hard to be celebratory when 20 million of your fellow comrades, comrades have been massacred. Yeah throughout the eastern front yeah. so all right well hey we'll leave it on that light note and uh you know uh check us out on twitter what's our handle zach oh yeah fuck let me bring that up all right so our, our email is bash brothers pod at protonmail.com send us whatever you like send us some hate mail we'd love it you know send us uh you know some suggestions tell us if uh you're even listening <laughs> um and the twitter um i felt like maybe this would be a little bit of an easier way to contact us through email i know a lot of people don't use email don't check their email whatever um our twitter is z and b present the bash bros pod that's at z n the letter n b the bash bros z and b present the bash bros pod on twitter tweet at us follow us we'll follow back and yeah. um yeah let us know what you think suggestions yeah. comments and uh room for improvement over here <laughs> thank you for listening thank, thank you, you for, for loving listening. and thank you for being you take care Ciao. Bitch, yeah, bitch, call me Steve O. Oh. I'm a wild boy, fuck, I ain't got need O. Oh. Yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, call me Steve O. Oh. Yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, call me Steve O. Oh. I'm a wild boy, I'm a, I'm a wild boy. I'm a wild boy, fuck, I ain't got need O. Oh. Yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, call me Steve O. Oh. Yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, call me Steve O. Oh. I'm a wild boy, I'm a Cleveland wild boy, Eastside Cleveland wild boy. We got baseball.
all bats like the Indians And my team pop off like cowboys yeah. You're a white flag, throw that towel, boy I'ma jump right in that crowd, boy You're a shh, keep it down, boy And I'ma fuck you, blow that loud, boy All I know is how to kill everyone in my cell All they know is they can kill anybody but kills I am untouchable, you would think I was in jail But I'm in Mexico getting marijuana from a gal Bring it back into the States, put it on a scale Measure out a half an eighth, put it in the shell Spit it, then I roll it and light it up like it's independent Say I got a bottle rocket, put it in the air Snap back with my city on it Text back with your titties on it Put your pity on it Start crying like the clips is on it Drink until I get pissy, biatch Smoke until I get dizzy, biatch Lose control like Missy But I'm a bad boy cause I'm a bitty, bitch oh, oh. There you go, that's John Doe oh. Oh. There you go, that's John Doe oh. yeah. There you go, that's John Doe Never mind, that's just Kells with that heat No, no LeBron Doe Yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch Call me Steve O oh.